0: You are listening to another Always Moto production. The Always Moto Podcast with your host, David Hogan. We talk moto events from around the world. All the injuries, all the training ins and outs, the bikes, parts and gear inspections, the results we interview your favorite riders it's the always moto podcast we occasionally have some coarse language and the odd stuff up along the way if you don't like it or you don't agree with us turn it off right now i'd like to
1: remind you that he is not a doctor
0: Alright, Red Bud 2023 round five. We've got uh, Scott Meshew for a post race interview. Scott, we're we'll just uh, having a bit of a chat about your Larocco Leap efforts today, mate.
2: Yeah, you know, efforts is a really great way to put it. And, you know, it did have, there were some successes. Uh, there were also some partial successes. Uh, and I say that because I didn't die. And, and so that's a good day. When you can case Larocco's Leap, and you can walk away from it without injury. That's a good day.
0: Well, you didn't get injury, but you're telling me
2: about the bike, and obviously everyone's going to go. Well, the spokes blew out, and they they did. Yeah, yeah. There's there. I don't, I don't really know that there's going to be a scenario where you can case the leap that hard, and and uh, you know, I mean, a few times. Truthfully, I did it. I did it twice. I cased it twice, pretty hard, and uh, yeah, I, I broke off a couple spokes, um, but other than that, the bike was okay, and I came away from it all right, thankfully.
0: Well, you you're just not long back from an ankle injury that we talked to you about a few times this year or this year, um, and
2: and you're heavily taped standing here, but uh, the tape didn't last either over Laura Roche's leap. No, I will say so. The guys at Alpine Star Medical Crew they're freaking awesome, Um, and they do an incredible tape job every single time. And man, I will tell you, I've never had this happen. When I cased it, the I had like five layers, five to six layers of tape, literally bust in half like like down down the front where you know when you flex down that's where the pressure would be literally just split it right open like it was nothing
0: that's pretty tough like the tapes pretty strong like strapping tapes really strong and I'm surprised you didn't, you didn't rip your skin or anything at the same time because that would sort of go with that I would think
2: no and I'm a hairy guy so <laughs> so thankfully I didn't rip my hair out either and uh, we're no, not shaving that area uh, no 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 that no, might I, be advisable in the future. Uh, yeah, you know, honestly, for as much as I'm having my ankle taped and every time that I go and I rip the tape off, I'm, like, really wishing that I didn't have hair there, it might, I might have to be, like, lopsided when it comes to, to that area with hair. You just, know. just shave the ankle. I've done it before. You look odd when you're in, in the flip-flops, but uh, <laughs> other than that, it's fine. I, yeah, man. I mean, we're rocking the America dude shoes right now so i see
0: that like yeah. you're in theme for the weekend
2: yeah well i have the thing is is i have america shorts yep. but they got soaked from going in the in a pool because all of a sudden the sun decided to come out like first moto as i was like about to go on the line if the sun came out and it decided to jump like five degrees and uh yeah so when i came back from it i was i was a uh, I was a bit in rough shape because I was pushing the whole moto, like you know, I was fighting guys the whole time or we trying to make up time, and and uh, yeah, so the shorts, the shorts are not on right now because because <laughs> they they took the brunt of me having to go into the pool.
0: Fair enough. Now points first moto, yeah. Um, not so good second moto, almost in the points, but then a bit of an incident.
2: Yeah, uh, another rider decided to, I guess, go for gold um, in a scenario that wasn't really necessary. I mean, I guess it's one thing to block pass, but. I mean, I knew that this dude was trying to cut down on the berm. Um, I knew that I, I could hear it. Um, and so, you know, you know, instinct told me to kind of ease up a little bit and just let him go and, you know, try to square him back off. And this man literally went right into my front wheel. Like, like, I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if somebody like had a bet with him or something to, to go for it, but he did um, and literally took the bike. and. And continued to drag it, and it literally went on for so long that I was able to let go of the bike and step off. With that, it was graceful. It was honestly probably the most graceful takeout, I guess. Step off.
0: It's probably in slow mo for you in the motion of it, of the, in the moment of it happening.
2: Yeah, I felt like I was in
0: the Matrix. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yep. Yeah. All right. So, what what's the plan for you? Like, obviously, being in this privateer setting. What, how's the travel arrangements after this and how's the recovery go? Like
2: are you flying out tonight, do you do you drive? What's the next step for you? So what's great about this is Redbud's kind of a home race for me. Nice. So I will be driving home tonight um, back to Ohio and I will be going to cryotherapy first thing in the morning. Um, definitely, definitely going to be doing the whole body, um, not just like targeted stuff like Got to make sure the whole body... Start
0: at the feet, work to the top. Yep. Exactly,
2: exactly. You know, it's funny. I always get strange looks when, when the cryo people see me, like, roll down my socks. And they're like, uh, I don't think you're supposed to do that. And I'm like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You got to get everything. You got to get everything. Just cover me top to bottom. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, man, I mean, it's that's the big thing is, is you know, thankfully I'm close to home. So I get to go home, sleep in my own bed tonight, yep. and, you know, be able to... Be at home in the AC not much travel you know get get recovered quick um, I do have I do have to, to rebuild a bike um, when I get when I get home
0: or you or you've got someone to assist with that aspect
2: uh, you know my girlfriend is pretty incredible and I've actually been able to, to teach her uh, you know a couple things when it comes to the bikes and nice. and uh, you know she was she was my mechanic for, for supercross uh, it was just me and her. Um, I didn't have anybody to, to help me out so you know she stepped up to the plate and so that's who will be helping me to build the bike um, and you know but other than that it's you know just kind of me making it happen.
0: It's a close-knit group when it's privateer efforts so yeah no, that's nice that she's able to do it. I, I know that my wife actually is a mechanic so um, it's, it's useful at times when you don't have the time to get it all done yourself so yeah.
2: Yeah absolutely and you know I'm uh, you know so being with the HBI racing team that uh, you know a new team, you know, just formed and, you know, we decided to start going racing, you know, this year in outdoors and then for the entirety of 2024 and beyond, of course, you know, that I'll be with them, you know, you know, my man Bummer, he takes a great, great, great care of the bike while we're, while we're at the races, you know, but when, when we go home, then it's, you know, kind of, and it's not, it's not a big deal because, you know, I'm so used to it. I'm used to doing it all the time. I'm used to, you know, years past where, you know i would be driving across the country in my van and doing it all myself you know like all the driving all the maintenance everything both practice bike race bike everything so you know it's not really that big of a deal and it is a really cool thing you know to be able to you know to be with the person i care about the most and love the most and be able to teach her things and be yeah. able to be able to to build a bike together um you know so
0: well, we're just here now talking and obviously she's over here not working on it but she's cleaning up for you she's fantastic yeah, yeah, a d- double guns effort. Yep, yeah, nice. <laughs> absolutely.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, look, it's, you know, that's the it's it's pretty great. And uh, you know, you will see that like it's it's uh it's not very common, you know, that you find somebody that that really wants to step up to the plate and, you know, even even when not asked or, you know, she just jumps right in and does what needs to be done and I mean, Lord knows that yes, yes, every single time that I get on the uh every time I get on the track, you know, whether it's whether it's Bummer or you know, if she you know, jumps in and helps clean things and make sure that things are ready to go, I know that the bike's gonna be pristine going out there.
0: That's nice, it's an awesome team effort. Well, look, good effort today. I'm glad you survived Lorocco's leap. Um, hopefully next week will be a bit smoother seeing as it's a sand track and there's no Lorocco's leap.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. Next weekend the big thing is gonna be, you know, surviving the brutality of a thirty-five minute moto and non-stop whoops. Because yes, it's it's uh, you know Southwick's a different animal, man. I mean, you know, I, a lot of people are like, you know, say that it's so sandy, but the base is so hard that it makes it so slick. Um, you know, and if, and you know, for people that have been able to watch on TV, like I'm sure that they were able to see, like, you know, the rollers here at Redbud. You know, they were kind of slick, yep. and that's how it is at, at Southwick. You know, it's but that's everywhere. You know, the base is the base is really hard, um, so it's it is very slick. Um, but you know it is it's sand um, you know and so you know the big thing is is if it's hot it's going to be truly a survival of the fittest um, you know and just staying on two wheels being able to to you know stay smooth but I'm ready for it I mean the last time that I raced at Southwick um, you know I had a really great finish so I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be a great day we're gonna make it a great day
0: well, hopefully more points, and uh, we'll see how the rest of the season goes. Appreciate time, Scott.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on.
0: No worries. All right, another Redbud post-race interview. Uh, we're here with someone different. It's uh, Dr. G.
3: How are we doing, Dr. G? Amazing. Amazing.
0: Now, how do we say your name properly for the people at home? Because I don't want to butcher it.
3: Well, if from, from Australia, it's a whole different thing. But <laughs> Exactly. Uh, uh, Dr. Gubernick is uh, my real name, but nobody knows me by that. You know, I've been in this industry a long time, and go by Dr. G, it's just way easier and I'm not offended by that whatsoever.
0: Fair enough. No, no, all good. Now, you're a chiropractor by background. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. a physio. Now, in Australia, um, we usually hate each other. So, I don't know how you are ever in Australia, about in, in, in the United States about that. Uh,
3: no, like, like I would say, like, you know, I. I'm a chiropractor that does a lot of physical therapy. So yeah, physical right. therapists tell me that I'm really a physical therapist that does manipulation and my chiropractic friends say I'm a chiropractor that does a lot of physical therapy. So It's an interesting way of looking at it
0: because you do sort of tend to cross over in most of these things. If you're doing it well, I would think.
3: Uh, in my opinion, um, I, I would never just do something chiropractic on somebody nor would I just do just playing physical therapy i think it's a great combination especially for this sport you know uh, a lot of these riders have misalignments and so you're correcting you know muscles and things of that nature but you're also realigning the spine and uh... you know increasing you know, uh, you know, increasing the nervous system by getting some manipulation. So I, I personally believe it's the combination, uh, the best combination for what we do. Yeah, it
0: has to be all done
3: together. But so you are obviously here most all race days, I gather, nowadays. Yeah. So for the past, since 97, I think, Yeah. I've been uh, working with, uh, you know, Different, many different, different riders. Many different riders yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I go to every Supercross and every outdoor race. Uh, most of the time I uh, I help with uh, Motocross of Nations too, so yeah. I do that and then I've been involved with uh, Red Bull X Fighters, we no longer do that, but uh, so I'm a busy man on the, on the weekends.
0: So today specifically here at Redbud, who are you like mainly looking after?
3: So I have all the KTM boys, all the Honda boys. Um, uh, RJ Hampshire, and that's pretty much it, but how a do lot you, of my guys are hurt.
0: Well, yeah, okay, fair enough, but I was just going to say, how do you fit all those guys in? Because there's uh, there's only so much time you can get somebody on a table stretching, you know, warming them up, assisting with any sort of issues that come up throughout the day too, so yeah, time going to be limited.
3: It's very strategic, uh, I usually get here on Friday, I come straight to the track, and uh, it, it's kind of interesting, everybody has their wants and, and likes, uh, so, half the guys I work on Friday, I'll do a lot of stretching, a little soft tissue work, some manipulation, uh, you know, uh, and then some of the guys like to get work more on actual race day, yeah. so I'll do a little, uh, you know, uh, tissue work on their arms, uh, you know, we had a couple guys uh, that had, uh, you know, practice crashes and yeah. things of that nature, so we're kind of taping up. and you know, addressing acute situations. So uh,
0: so if they're more like a more serious thing, obviously they're in the Alpine Star Rig, but there's probably a level that
3: you're just the go-to at that point. They call you sort of saying, come over now sort of? Absolutely. So what happens is uh, we always defer anything that's serious uh, to, uh, you know, the, the Alpine Medical Unit. And then if it's not anything serious, then usually that's when I'll take over after that. Yeah, nice. Okay. But just uh, it's a respect thing. Uh, I think Dr. Bodner and their crew does a great job um, they're very, uh, they're very professional, and they they do a good job. But they also see, oh, you know, everybody in the pits. So uh, you know, I, my contract with the individual riders is is exactly to take over after it's nothing serious and uh, it doesn't necessitate any no you know, casting no, X-rays no casting <laughs> X-rays or yeah. stitches or anything of that yeah, nature. Yeah, fair
0: enough. No, okay, awesome. So. During the week, then they are obviously going to come and come and see you as well. In your,
3: you're in California somewhere. I yeah. send a call from different things I've seen you on. So um, my contract with these guys includes, um, you know, visits. Mid- midway <laughs> visits during the week. So uh, you know that that happens a lot. Uh, I'd say a majority of my guys are in California half the year, and then they're in Florida half the year. So uh, the ones who are in Florida, that's who usually I work on because they haven't been able to see me during the week. Fair enough. So um, I'll do most of my work, and they get priority because they they're not. California, and then the guys that have been in California, I mostly work on them on Saturdays because they've been able to come into the into the office.
0: Yeah, nice. okay. So yeah, you're just seeing these guys very regularly and keeping them obviously in tip-top shape. Is there anything else that you do for them other than probably a bit of counseling? Because I seem to find that we always end up talking to them for a long period of time while they're on the
3: table. Uh, uh, absolutely. I mean, the, the the part of the job, and I've done this so much, uh, is uh, you know, if it was just chiropractic and physical therapy, I'd. Uh, Uh, It would be an easy job, but with some of them, I'm their, you know, psychological coach. Uh, I've been doing this a long enough time to where, you know, some of them use me for financial advice, (laughs) uh, you know, marital advice, (laughs) uh, boyfriend, girlfriend. uh, you know, broken heart advice. So, you know, after doing this, it goes beyond the doctor-patient uh, does, relationship. Yeah. You end up, uh, I feel like I have a bunch of little brothers, you know, and or even a couple sons. Some of them are that immature. So uh, <laughs> so uh, it, it's just part of the job. And uh, some of them, some of them let you in. Yep. And some of them don't. I, I have more of a doctor-patient relationship with some of my newer guys. Uh, um, but with some of the ones like, you know, I've worked with Cooper for over seven years now and so part of the family uh, it, at that point on. not you part of the family like when he comes he'll stay with me and 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 i enjoy it you know it's kind of like that with the, with the lawrence boys now uh you know i've been working with them long enough to where it goes beyond that doctor patient relationship yeah. uh, they become friends and and uh, you do whatever you can for them and you know when you see them through their highs and through their lows uh you know it uh, creates a bond that's uh, that's a little bit more than just a you know uh, yeah. i'm i'm more than their doctor i'm a friend and uh, and confidant sometimes
0: yeah definitely it's something that um you just you're in that confined space with them all that time and you're obviously touching them pushing them around you they've, they've got they're in pain you see them at their worst so yeah they tend to let out these things at, this, at different points don't they
3: yeah, for sure. The you know sometimes it's some things you don't want to know. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, that went too far, but we'll keep going anyway. Yeah, I know exactly what what you mean, but uh, you know you you get to know them uh, behind the scenes. Uh, you know you you become friends with their family, their wives, their girlfriends, their you know their 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 mom, their dad. So uh, you know it's uh, it's like one big huge family, it, yeah. and it's so cliche, but it really is.
0: Uh, definitely. Well, look, thank you for your time on uh, Always Moto Podcast here. But um, yeah, appreciate you giving us a little insight into what you do.
3: No problem. It's a pleasure, and uh, good luck to you. And and, uh, I'm a big Straya fan, so uh, (laughs) awesome to all the Straya Straya people there. Thanks, mate. Awesome. We'll see you.
0: All right, another one from Red Bud. Uh, We're here with Lorenzo LaCursio. Just want to check in after the motos here at Red Bud. The second one apparently didn't go so well for you there halfway through.
1: Yeah, uh, it was a good day. I finished eighth in the first moto. Second moto, I was running seventh. And I think we only had like five minutes to go and my shock bolt came out. So, unfortunately I have to take it back to the pits. Uh, and yeah, that could have been a really good day. But we move forward to next weekend and uh, yeah, we'll be good to go.
0: You seem to be doing reasonably well, but that, that when that shock bolt comes out, obviously I, I gather you felt that pretty much straight away or did you not notice to begin with? How, how quickly do you reckon you noticed it?
1: No, right away, right away. I'm pretty picky with myself when I... Feel something, I I identify it. So I thought actually my subframe broke with or my pipe broke or something yep. because I started feeling like a like a my side panel falling off and my and my bike squat down. So I thought something like that happened and then uh, I stopped the mechanics area. and My mechanics saw that the bolt was missing. So,
0: Bama. Well, uh. The season's been going not too bad, and it sounds like we're just talking before we record that you're going to be able to get to a few more of these. Some uh, things are working out for you financially, which is awesome. But um, the season, we spoke before the season, and you had a few injuries you were getting back from, and you spent a lot of time in the recovery, uh, in the rehab side of things. How is the body coping with the series now that we're five rounds deep?
1: Honestly, it's great. Uh, My knee feels awesome honestly like no no pain no no extra like after the races i don't have like any pain any restriction or anything my shoulder is the one that's a little more sore than than anything yep. uh just because it's a little weak uh i have less time to get that ready so yeah my shoulders, is the one that I actually just feels sore here and there but honestly i feel great no complaints uh while i'm riding so that's always awesome
0: yeah, you look fine like I was watching you obviously today and and you look, you know, normal position, you look strong, but you comment there about the shoulder being the one that's the weaker one, obviously it was the done secondly. Yeah. But the the knees tend to be get and leg injuries tend to come back better because you're obviously up walking so they they're getting more strength with every step. The shoulder can just dangle because it doesn't do anything for you know a fair part of the day unless you actually actually actively go and do an exercise or something so it tends to take a lot longer and it's something i'm finding myself as well with a shoulder injury that it just they linger a lot longer
1: yeah. yeah and honestly my doctor said do not move it because i had a sling that uh it just hold my above my elbow uh, so i didn't open my my uh shoulder at all just keep it closed all the time so i didn't take that off for like a month and a half two months and then after I went out for the first uh, checkup two months after, he like, all right, you can start doing more and more and more. So my shoulder is tighter because of that. Like uh, he wanted it that way, just so extra protection because he knew I was going to be racing. So uh, so yeah, that's mostly what I'm, I'm struggling with, deal, just tightness and stuff like that. It's not pain from the injury, it's more like tightness.
0: Are you getting any work done still during the week or is it just what you, you're just putting up with, you know, the ex- normal exercise routine at the moment?
1: Yeah, honestly, uh, my physio, like I've I've been out and uh, he's not working full time. He's still working with me, but I haven't been able to work out a day. And I was out of the country for the past two weeks. So the past two weeks, he hasn't seen me. So I think that's why I'm more sore than than I should be. So this week, I'm for sure seeing him at least two times a week.
0: (laughs) Well, you have got probably one of the more brutal races coming up in Southwick. So you probably want to be in as best shape as you can be by that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh I like the rough tracks and stuff like that. Like today Segamoto, it was more on my alley, so uh yeah, we'll see how South treat us.
0: Yeah, no, awesome. Well look appreciate your time Lorenzo and uh, glad to see you out there and doing really well. No, thank you. Alright, another one here from Red Bud. Uh, this time we've got Monster Energy Kawasaki's Jason Anderson who's just recently back from injury. Um just wanted to see how the neck was today, how'd you survive?
4: Yeah, um, the neck doesn't hurt too, too bad at all, you know, obviously it's just the, uh, the healing process and making sure the bone was, was you know connected and it wasn't scar tissue, it was more bone to bone and uh, that was the biggest thing, you know. So you
0: gave it plenty of time obviously but now you're back, um, was it worth coming back to this round and, and how are you feeling physically from, from doing it?
4: I think this was a tough round to come back to. Um, <laughs> Better than next week maybe? Ah, uh, shoot. I mean, next week ain't, ain't, ain't any better, but I'm get, I'm glad I got a tough one out of the way before I do next week. But I think, um, I think for me coming back, you know, I don't think I'm ready to be on the level that I think I'm capable of as yeah. far as, uh, you know, being able to, uh, kind of sh- show up on the line and knowing that I can let her eat the whole, the whole moto. Um, but realistically, I think, uh, to be able to get that part of obviously my cardio and and uh, and get into that zone and and get that you know that race intensity you know just to feel it I needed to be back.
0: So you feel like you use this you can see this as a stepping stone to being
4: back to it. A oh, 100%. I feel like I'm not going to do any more progress sitting at home. And uh, even if I rode four days a week and did more volume, there's still nothing like uh, you know your stress score that you put out here on race day.
0: Yeah, 100%. It's funny that. That I was wondering too whether this return, like you return now this year, was it any different because of the Super Motocross points?
4: Nah, I mean, for me, I, I really just want to uh, race. Yep. Uh, I want to get better, and I want to just learn more. To because um, I think there's obviously a new crop of of young kids that are kind of changing the game, and I think that for me to you know still stay with them and 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 be uh, kind of a little bit on the older style of, of how we ride and stuff like that, I think it's uh, important for me to be out here and learning from them. Um, see it firsthand. And, yeah, see it firsthand, learn from them, um, everything like that. So it's no surprise that how good they are and everything like that, but just to, for me, um, I need to put myself in vulnerable positions and, and try and be the best I can be and, and learn.
0: And that means being on track, obviously. Yeah. So yeah. Now, as when I first came up to you after the um, race, there you're on the on the cycle bike doing a bit of uh, a bit of a cool down. Um, purpose? Explain to the listeners what you're trying to do there after the motor, because obviously you've just come off the track and straight on a cycle bike.
4: Yeah, uh, just obviously you know getting some blood flow, trying to uh, reduce inflammation and everything like that. So uh, for us, it's really tough because uh, we will board a plane tomorrow. We we'll all scrunched <laughs> up, and yeah. uh, for me to make sure you know everything's all. Honestly, that's our, our biggest thing is to maximize how fast we can recover. Yeah,
0: because you're going to be riding what, on Monday or Tuesday next this next week?
4: Oh yeah, I'll be Monday, yep. Monday, um, I'll do tomorrow, I'll go home and I'll do all my recovery stuff, I'll probably do another spin, and uh, yeah, all my other stuff that I do on uh, Sunday, and, and then be ready to try and be as good as I can so I can put a really good effort out on Monday.
0: It never really stops for you guys, does it, from the physical exertion point of view?
4: Seven days a week, we probably get you know a few weeks off a year. But even when we're hurt, we're still trying to maintain, you know, that intensity between intervals, base, everything like that. So it's nonstop.
0: Were you able to do much
4: with this injury, with it being the neck? Nah, I mean, I I could because the thing is is I couldn't vibrate or anything like that. because of just the bone, you know. Yeah. And then it's tough mentally because I just couldn't do anything. Like me, if my me and my wife wanted to go golfing, I couldn't do that, no. you know. So I'm literally just sitting inside with a little neck brace, so it's kind of tough.
0: Were you? And this is a silly question because I, I know from being a, a, in the clinic with um, other dad, young dads and stuff, were you able to pick up the little one with the weight initially, like because it's a neck injury and the weight in the arms and stuff? Because that usually sort of affects people mentally too.
4: Yeah, luckily I think it was more like the vibration and stuff, and yep. uh, I was able to do all the normal stuff. I just, it's kind of funny because I have to, I had to wear the neck brace, and you're kind of more like. You don't want to go to dinner or anything because you're kind of honestly embarrassed about wearing the neck brace, but, yeah, it was all good. It was all normal. It was, you know, as much as it sucks to get hurt, I would. Uh, it was probably some of the best months, you know, being able to hang out. Timing-wise
0: for yeah. you was perfect like, in, in the sense of the family time. Yeah,
4: yeah. and I think uh, right, it really puts a lot of other things in perspective too, you know, having my daughter and stuff like that, so I'm ready to enjoy it.
0: Yeah, nice. Well, look, thanks for your time. I'm glad you're back, and um, good luck next week. Yep, thank you. Alright, well, another post-race Redbud interview, we're here with, uh, is it Darren or Dazzy, Lawrence? Yeah,
5: either one. Well, everyone <laughs> seems to go
0: with Dazzy and I never hey, know man. what to sort of work out here, but yeah, somebody some people have preferences and, and don't like these nicknames at sometimes. Hey, don't worry, as long as you don't call me late for dinner, I'm happy. <laughs> That's a, such an Aussie thing to say. Yeah, hey. 100%. Now, this one, this weekend today, maybe not the results that have been happening in the first few rounds with with Hunter. And first, let's check, is Hunter okay?
5: Yeah, Hunter should be okay, he gave his arm. Obviously he's winded. So once he got the winding under control, then he's like, my frickin' right arm was on fire. I couldn't feel nothing, like, apart from it burning. So. And then once that subsided, it was dead. He couldn't move it. So he's like, shit, what have I done? Yep. So that took about 15 minutes, but it looked like, by the looks of just a big old hit on that nerve that runs, there's a nerve that runs down along your trapezius and down over your deltoid. It looks like that's gotten a big hit, and then obviously that's not sending any signals to the arm. So it went dead for that. 15-20 minutes and now he's got his movement back again and obviously he's still pretty lazy and swelling obviously there. But I think it's just a big old Charlie horse to the good to a good factor, you know. It's
0: one of those ones that the footy players get all the time where they get that stinger to the arm and yeah. the arm goes dead and they sort
5: of wait 10 minutes and it sort of starts coming good and they run back on the field. That's exactly right, and that's his piss. He's like 15 minutes, 20 minutes later, he's like, shit, if I had this movement, I probably could have put my arm on the bar and and, and tiddled around and maybe got some points, but. 20 minutes later, it's
0: done. It's, it's too late, isn't it, in moto? So yeah, but in a footy game, you can sub off for a minute, come back in, Moto's a one-man show.
5: It, it is, it is, so he was pissed at that, but it is what it is, he didn't get his start right, and it's his own self to blame, you get back amongst them fucking idiots that just hold the throttle on, and uh, they're just gonna bash India, so it's his own stupid fault, he just should've nailed his start, he was a little bit late in his reaction, and uh, yeah, he just needs to be better, you know?
0: I like how you've thrown that straight back onto him there in terms of, you know, mentality wise that it was, you know, like his own fault sort of thing to put himself in that situation. You didn't sort of go, oh, well this, that and the other things happened. It was sort of more from within he did it.
5: Yeah, 100%. Well, obviously you know these riders from 5th place back to 15th, their best chance of getting anywhere up close to the front is in that first six seconds on a start. So they'll do whatever they can, throw the brain in the lunchbox, and just hold it wide. And... And the only crashes we've had in the first corners is involved was uh, Colorado, was Jet Reynolds and Chance Hymers. And who smashed Hunter today was Jet Reynolds coming from wide and just smashed him. Absolute muppet. But that's what we're gonna deal with. But it's still Hunter's fault. You should not be back with them guys. Yeah, and that's should, fair enough. You know, you should be up in that top three or five. That's what you're training to do. So it's your fault, and it's the only way to look at it. You know.
0: So how do you take, so obviously the weekends have so far been super positive for you guys. Yes, 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 how yes. do you then take this next week and, and turn it around and get them motivated come back? Obviously motivation shouldn't be too bad because they're, they're trying to regain what they had. But exactly. how do you keep the boys positive at that point, like, like Hunter's particularly?
5: For sure, well it's a good kick in the ass. <laughs> yeah, fair, yeah, easy. Yep. It's just a kick in the ass. Reality check. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In the 250 class you have 10 to 15 guys that... that Obviously, like I said, they will throw Hail Marys in that first 6 to 8 seconds Yeah To have any chance Because they know they haven't got the fitness or the to get through the 35 minutes They know they're not going to catch him if, he, if him or Deegan or any of the top guys get 4 to 5 seconds So they'll throw a Hail Mary in that first yeah. Try to get a tag along yep. And that's when, like I said, these And I feel, I sound harsh, but These kids are all lovely kids without the helmets on Yeah You know, but sadly we get to deal with them with the helmet on that's when we do business with them, when they're in our office, it, you know, we're all in office together, they have the helmet on and we have to treat them accordingly. Yeah. If they're a fucking Muppet with a helmet on, they're a that's, Muppet. Yeah. And we have to, and that's what Hunter and that, I say to them whenever you're racing these guys, you have to be allow for that. And they do that so often, if they get a start and they got riders in front of them, they know, all right, this guy freaking goes from one side of the track to the other, I know that's how he rides and we have to ride accordingly. There's no excuse yeah. for that guy taking you out, it's your fault yeah you definitely. knew that guy you knew that's how he rides. you have to and you got them. close
0: and all this yeah definitely now what about jet obviously the season's gone perfectly yes yes how do you keep him from getting a big head or has he already got it
5: no i pick him apart still i still see things <laughs> treat him the same <laughs> yeah 100 still treat him the same and work on what he's not good at and 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 that's where hunter's so good during the week because hunter obviously keeps him so in check he
0: plays the big brother role
5: yeah, but also just on the track, just keeps him in check because Hunter's obviously fast on a 250 at the moment, and it makes Jet stay on song. You know, so the last couple of weekends, I don't know if you know, high point Jet's balance was a little off. The weekend before that, it wasn't. It was okay, but it's because all those weeks Hunter had all these busted ribs, so he wasn't riding during the week. So Jet was literally riding 70, 80 percent during the week and on a weekend. So naturally. He relaxed and got a little bit sloppy, and, and that's right. Yeah. So this week, um, uh, Hunter got back on the bike, and with the ribs, it was a lot better. So he could push Jet, and all of a sudden, Jet's back on song.
0: That makes a lot of sense. But so, what's going to happen this week? Because I gather, Jet uh, Hunter might not be back on the bike fully this week again.
5: That's, that's right. That's right. So hopefully, Jet has enough ass kicking from last week with Hunter <laughs> keeping honest that, uh, that that yeah, Jet can carry that momentum and keep on going. But this weekend was a lot better. Although Dylan, Dylan kept him honest, so I think Jet still had to ride reasonably hard for that first little bit because Dylan was on him. So I think he it was, was still good. I think it was still good for Jet to go. Oh, I got to keep my wits about me, you know. So I think that was still good for him this weekend, you know. Yeah, definitely.
0: Well, look, it's obviously a proud, you know, for yourself and how well they're doing this season. But obviously, a long way to go still.
5: No, hundred percent. The day I remember, my dad read a book: the, the things you learnt once you thought you knew it all. <laughs> you know and it's true the day you think you know it all you're done yeah. every day Every day's a learning curve no matter what you can always critique yourself and always be better every day of the week and that's a, that I keep that every day we always can be better We always can, because we're a human we're not a computer we're no. human we have faults we have weaknesses and we have to fix our weaknesses so no we keep on working no, definitely well look
0: appreciate your time Dazzy um, thanks for having us uh, joining us on the Always Motor Podcast no worries at all mate anytime thank you all right, another post-race from Redbud. Uh, we're here with Aaron Plessinger. It must be tough being popular. We've just had a few guys getting a few more signatures here. <laughs> it's late in the afternoon now.
6: Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just past uh, almost 6.30 now, and uh, still got guys coming up. But um, that's that's what Redbud is. They are, they are fanatics, and um, I love it here, and it's... Uh, it's always a good
1: time here.
0: Yeah, it, it's my first time the Red Bud, but it's been an eye-opening experience for lots of different reasons. <laughs> but, but yeah, the crowd and the people are just an amazing group that's come here. But um, yeah, yeah. your day itself, not too bad for you?
6: Yeah, yeah, 4-4 on the day. Um, you know, for from this morning till now, uh, I'm I'm happy with the result because, you know, I, I didn't really know if I was going to race this morning. And uh, I had a crash a few weeks back, and... and um, hurt my back pretty good and been trying to to rehab it uh do everything i can to to get it back to normal but um luckily it held up first moto was really good and and even second moto the beginning of the second moto was really good and then my back started kind of giving away on me um but overall good to good to be here and good to get out clean and safe and uh like i said i always loved this place the fans were cheering me on the whole way and um yeah, I'm, uh, I'm stoked to, to get to Southwick and do some damage there.
0: Well, you, when you pulled off this one, I saw you coming off the track here, and you looked like you were beaten. I gather that's from the back, just sort of giving you curry at the end there.
6: Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was, it was definitely going on me late stages of the second moto, and it was uh, it was a tough one. It was yeah. a tough one to finish for sure, but, um, you know, we gridded through it, and uh, I think we got the worst part out of the way, and now we can just uh, build up.
0: So, what's the plan for the week then, with recovery-wise? Obviously, keeping the back in mind here, is it a normal load for the week that you've been going through since this, or have you got a bit of a, a tapered off, or what's happening for you?
6: Uh, yeah. I mean, this week was almost like a. Um, it was almost like a test week for
5: sure. for my back. Yeah, save it or last. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because
6: I, it was it was Thursday, um, it was Thursday of, not last week, but, or I guess, yeah, Thursday of last they all blend into one yeah. another after a certain point it in was, the season it was the thursday before the off weekend right. so yep. yeah did it then and then i took that weekend off yep. rode monday and it was actually pretty good on monday and then tuesday i couldn't even ride and right. it was like it was crazy and then uh took off got adjusted went and saw a chiropractor a physio and and everything just to try to get me back in line and, and everything and that helped a lot Yep. um rode on wednesday and and dude thursday i was i was killing again and it was just like i went it was just like a back and forth so you know this week i'm I'm sure i'll be sore tomorrow um hopefully you know maybe i can just do a cycle uh cycle on monday and then um go at it maybe tuesday thursday and then fly out on friday and and um try and rip it on uh, Southwick <laughs> that's
0: that's always difficult obviously when that one comes up it's probably one of the harder ones on the schedule but do you um do you need to go and twist Alden's arm about you know the lighter week to look after <laughs> this or what how does that go for him
6: oh uh, yeah I mean I'm sure he'll he'll uh, he won't be the, the most happy about it but um, <laughs> you know we got to do what we got to do uh, ultimately um, you know, he calls a shot, so I'll, I'll, I'll do what he says, and,
0: uh... How's it go? He, ju- he says jump, I say how high?
6: <laughs> sometimes, sometimes. Sometimes. Nice. Uh, <laughs> sometimes it's, uh, you know... Sometimes there's a couple of other
0: colourful words yeah, in there. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
6: yeah, So, uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, he usually is, is pretty lenient on that stuff, so, um... The main thing is
0: obviously getting through the week in a in a reasonable manner to get to Southwick and and do like you did today you know salvage a reasonable result. So I gather that's that's the focus.
6: Yeah, yeah, for sure. the The better the better I feel on the weekend, um, the better for everybody it is. Exactly. Yeah. Um, no. Especially because I'm the only one out here right now. So for the 450 team. So um, yeah. The better I feel, the better I do. It's it's better for everybody. Yeah, it's a bit
0: light on over here in KDM for occasionally. So, yeah, no, you're holding the flag up. So, no, look, appreciate your time here on the Always Motor Podcast, Aaron. And, uh, yeah, nice work today.
6: Yeah, yeah, thank you. I appreciate it, man.
0: Thank you.